This is Harry Hulk Football. On today's show, we talk about the Redskins maybe bringing a halt to free agency with a legal challenge, RG3's commercial, new wide receiver coach. We break down the Redskins draft picks for this year, talk about the combine, and much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, yo, what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? Welcome, everybody, to Harry Hog Football, episode number 319. Johnson. In which... Uh, Josh explains his Yellow Cake Awards. That's right, Josh back this week. I am back. Apparently, there were some yellow cake awards that I gave while I was gone, and for, for the year, not for the week. Those are all completely a hundred percent true. Except Accurate. for that statement is false. Are you saying that they're br? They're a bunch of br. Johnson, <laughs> DJ Josh's, Josh's favorite. Josh's favorite DJ Johnson award. <laughs> DJ's Josh's favorite Johnson. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> no way. Anyway, welcome everybody, Harry Hog episode 319, um, give a big shout out to our dog, Desmond Seeley, Esquire. Who you can follow on Twitter, at Desmond C. Lee 2, because Desmond C. Lee 1 was taken, I guess. <clears throat> so, um, there's been a lot going on in Redskins camp this week. And judging by your emails, uh, you don't know about it because we haven't gotten any. I haven't <laughs> That's got right. I haven't because gotten any we're in emails. In the middle of the off season nowadays, or now we're in the middle of the roid. I'm not sure I've gotten any emails since that fateful day back in January where everything collapsed all at once. Dude, literally. like we had, we actually took like a little mini hiatus, and like nobody even really complained. It's because everyone people- was too bummed. I think everyone was all pissed like, off at, at the end of the season, like us, all like you were. Misery, yeah. We didn't even get a, a complaint from our our benevolent sponsor, Desmond Seeley. I haven't heard from Desmond Seeley. It's been a couple weeks. He's probably still bummed as well. We're all bummed. I mean, what do we have right now? We got we got the combine, a bunch of dudes running around in their underwear, a bunch of linemen running around in their Under Armour. Dude, I didn't even realize the combine was on until the other day when I saw it in the uh, guide. You know why? Because the combine doesn't really matter. Not to us either. Especially not to us since we don't have any high picks. Yeah, all of our picks. We actually, I actually went and found our uh, the list of picks that we have, and all of our picks are like you know starting in round two. And the earliest pick we have in any round is the 21st. Basically, everyone will pick twice before we pick. We have, have like, the 51st pick overall, right? Yeah, yeah. 51st overall, and then the 85th overall, the 32nd pick in round three. So we don't even need to watch until, like, day two, right? The Henry Ellard overall pick. (laughs) 32nd pick in round three. Did we get that from? Ask Vinny, man. Did we get that from the Ravens? That couldn't have been for DJ or jo- Dutch Oven. It might Doug, have been. Doug Dutch Oven. Doug Dutch Oven. No we, way we got a third round pick for Doug Dutch Oven. It must double have been. Double Doug Dutch. Something else. No, I got. I think we got a seventh or something for Doug, Doug Dutch. Last year, the combine. I don't know what we got for Doug Dutch Oven, dude. I don't know, man. Who knows? You know who would know? I can look that up. I'm supposed Nick to the do Greek, snap. if he's listening. This is a little rusty after my hiatus. Nick the Greek might know. After my hyenas. <laughs> I mean, you do have a hyenas. You got some tall legs. Doug. Dutch. Trade. Josh's hyenas. <laughs> my hyenas. Hey, Doug Dutch. Doug Dutch is, uh, where did Doug Dutch go, man? Where is Doug Dutch? The Baltimore Ravens. We traded He's him with for the Ravens. Him. That's right. Is he did still he with the Ravens? Did he, I was just going to say, yeah. Didn't we trade Doug Dutch Oven for that quarterback? I we forgot. traded him for John Beck, dude. Yeah, we did. Back the day. 
I forgot all about that hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> that debacle. Uh, uh, I was looking to see if that actually affected our where that pick came from. Maybe that pick was last year. I think we already used that pick up. Maybe we used it on... No, we didn't use it on Alfred Morris. I think we used the one that we got from Minnesota in the Donovan McNabb trade on Alfred Morris. What did we get the pick from New England for this year? Uh, I don't know. We'll get to the picks later in the podcast anyway. Yeah, maybe we'll even talk about those another day because we are rounding the roy to the offseason right now. We're really in the pit. Yeah, we don't. Need, we have to like space things out because there's not much to talk about, except for um, things we don't even want to get into because they're all political, like the left wingists at the. Uh, In a year when the Redskins don't have a first round pick. In a place. Sounds like a whole like movie. You, I want to say one thing about the whole Redskins racism controversy. That I You're going to bring that up of all people. Yeah, I thought it was interesting today, and because um, I hadn't seen this before, and I don't know if it's true or not. But someone was saying, it was on, was it the Post? I don't remember. It was on some newspaper, and it said that the Redskins took their name in Boston from the dudes uh, back in like the Boston Tea Party time that like painted their faces like Indians and... Did something I've with that? I've never heard that before. They always that that's who said that? That's that's I don't believe that. That's never I've never ever ever heard that before in my life. They always said it was named after the lo- that Beats Watson dude, the coach. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, sure that's why this was BR. Now it might. I don't think it was BR, but I don't know if there's any accuracy in it. But it was talking about how it was named after actual patriots and not like Native Americans. But anyway. I thought it was interesting only because I've never heard that before. I think it's BR. Absolute BR. I think it's BR. It's named after Dietz Watson, that like brand deli meat they sell at Walmart <laughs> in the deli. They have a deli at Walmart? I thought they just had like a meat section. And Totino's party pizza. What? Meat what? Party pizza. Eddie George. What did you say? Meat what? Meat section. Dietz Watson. Oh, section. I thought you said, oh, never mind. Deets Watson, dude. Deets Watson. I didn't, I didn't hear the sh- I didn't hear the shun part of that. Hello, welcome to Walmart. Anyway, yes, can you direct? Yes, hello, sir. Can you direct me to the Deets Watson meat section? It's in, it's in the Trump. deli, dude. Uh, uh, it's in the deli. Here, here's a basket so you can get yourself a ham. Here, take a sticker. <laughs> it's a smiley face. Anyway, yeah, we know we're rounding. Ready to the- drop it. We know we're rounding the roid because even those talks have have wound down a little bit. Yeah, well, it always uh, does. It pops up for a little bit, and then are we like, bringing up Walmart because that's where Clinton Portis is working these days? He's a greeter now, right? He might be. He'd be the kind of guy that would show up as like janky spanky and be a like, greeter. He'd have big glasses on and like orange hair. Like, you know who'd be there? Be like I, you. You're not stealing that stuff. My name's Sheriff. Gonna get you. You know who'd be a really good greeter at Walmart, and I don't mean any disrespect when I say this. Joe Gibbs. He'd be a good <laughs> greeter, dude. He'd walk in, and you'd hear that laugh of his. You know that laugh. Uh, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Here's a cart. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? There's some Redskins stuff on aisle forty-two. <laughs> hey, make hey, sure how you, you think the Redskins are going to do this year, Coach? Well, I think they're going to do pretty good. I'm praying. Make sure you pick up that latest Joey Logano T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my my. All right, we do have a few things to talk about before we uh, close out this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, this was I. It could be big news, but I think it's kind of wishful thinking. I don't know. Um, I saw an article in the Post. Yesterday, I believe, that said the Redskins may file for an injunction to stop free agency because they are trying to um, recoup some of this $36 million salary cap hit, and they're trying to convince the judge that if they don't stop free agency, it will cause irreparable damage. 
instead of going with the collusion uh, route. Yeah. Right. And I remembered something from my law and ethics class about duress. And I thought this may apply. Although it could Tell be. us about duress. Although you? someone that would answer this better would be either David Lee or Desmond Seeley. They might be like, you're full of it. Anyway, <laughs> duress is like when you're forced to make a decision or make a choice where your choice is actually taken away from you. So, you know what I mean? You're like coerced into making a con going into a contract. Right. And I would say that may, and if that happens, if it is proven duress, then the contract is voidable. And I could see where the NFL Players Association, where they were like, yeah, you kind of, the NFL was kind of like, yeah, you pretty much have to let us screw over the Redskins and the Cowboys or we're not going to get this deal done and there's not going to be, you know, any playing. So they were kind of, their but hand the question is, the question is, is it unlawful? Because I believe that duress has to be unlawful threat or coercion. I don't know. All I know yeah, I don't is know. that uh, the whole thing, I think Jonathan Vilma, of the Saints, the linebacker who was suspended all that time, and he fought it in court and fought it in court. He went a different route than anybody else really did. And he's basically the one that got all that stuff reduced and got Sean Payton back in the league early and basically got Greg Williams brought back in the league, period, because he went to court and he made such a stink about it. Goodell had to bring in Tagliabue as an independent arbitrator. Yeah, right. Second highest paid player in the, or person in the NFL this year, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, and he uh, he made such a stink that they had to come in and Tagliabue, you know, met with Goodell and some of the other cronies from the NFL, and they were all like, we just need to make this go away. So he came up with some phony baloney ruling and, and pretty much swept everything under the rug because they didn't want to deal with the legality of it because I think they thought they were going to lose. Yeah, it was basically like, we're not saying he's innocent, but we're not having him. We're not holding It was like they suspension. pled no contest. So I think I think that kind of opened the door for things because the NFL became vulnerable as far as being in a court of law, you know. So it's it's possible the Redskins may have an ace up their sleeve. They they might, they might not. You know, some people, some of the experts think that they might have something going. Some of them don't. I think part of it is going to be what kind of a judge they go in front of, and you know if they would be sympathetic more towards the Redskins or the league. Yeah, like if it's a Cowboys fan. Right. Well, the Cowboys fan might actually be sympathetic because it would affect them. Possibly. But the Cowboys have said that they are not going to join the uh, join the lawsuit or whatever it would be. They're, they're not going to have any part of it. So they also only lost $10 million. A, Yeah. That's like a lot different than 36. Uh-huh. So, because it looks like right now, according to various reports, we're going to be between 4 and $5 million over the salary cap. So if this doesn't happen, um, we got to cut some dudes. D'Angelo Hall. And we've got to cut him pretty quickly. What if we well, just don't whole, cut We have to. The league will uh, not let us do anything in free agency. Yeah, they have to be cut. Not let us do anything. They won't let us do anything. And they'll force, they'll say, all right, this player's been cut or something of that nature. They will take care of it, unfortunately. So the Redskins are basically saying that they're going to stop, try to stop. Well, the rumor is that they're going to try and stop free agency from happening. Which means no team can arming. trade anyone. Yeah, so nobody in. can do anything. No teams can sign anybody. So they're going to try to, uh, you know, get in front of that and keep it from happening whatsoever and either do it legally or, or threaten to do it legally to try to strong arm their way to get some of that money back. Yeah, it's worth a and shot. And while they're at it, I think they need to take the owner of the Giants, that Mara guy, and go take him back behind the woodshed and whoop his ass. <laughs> yeah, because that guy... <laughs> It backfired on him. Even though he tried to rip us off, we still won the division. And that's where it really just pisses us off even more is because the guy, the owner of a team in our division, was the guy who was behind the whole the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Can't stand him. I can't so the stand dictator, him. Goodell, acquiesced to that. And the, pardon me, but the bitches in the NFLPA let themselves get bent over a barrel mm-hmm. and take it the whole time. And they're just, they signed a bad contract and they just keep on letting the, they're like, Oh, well now we're trying to fight back against it. And they're just like, you already said in the collective bargaining agreement, you can't fight back against it. You already agreed not to bring any of this stuff to court. So the NFLPA can't do anything. 
They've tried to go to court twice, and twice the the federal courts have been like, you already signed an agreement saying you can't do this. You agreed you can't do this, so throw it out. They're idiots. Demora Smith and his guys are idiots. The NFL lawyers just just totally whooped their tails in this collective bargaining agreement. It's it's unreal. So anyway, I don't know if we'll have a case or not, but hopefully, hopefully we do. And hopefully, even if we don't, I want to see Dan Snyder exhaust every possible thing and every avenue out there to try to do something at least at least do something because he's already kind of on the outside looking in as far as some of the owners are concerned he already already got rid of dh donovan so he won't have him to help yeah and i mean be realistic until the redskins build a new stadium they're not going to get a super bowl and when they finally do build a new stadium in the district he wants to build a dome that's the only way he's going to get a super bowl as it is so I think hopefully he's realizing that and he's just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to be the bad guy until the league go F themselves, kind of like Al Davis did Speaks, so many times. Speaking of the Redskins Stadium, did you hear that Alan the Bruce was like, uh, no, we're not putting in any field turf next year. It's going to be natural grass. Grass. It's going to be. Why? It didn't have natural grass this year. He was like, well, hopefully it won't be as bad or painted. something like that. It won't be painted next year. Ridiculous. Maybe. It was ridiculous. They just, I don't understand that because a few years ago, you know, the sod would get torn up and then they'd have like brand new sod the next week and they'd be like, the field's immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> Even after know. that college game yesterday, it's still immaculate. You know what I mean? And now yeah. all of a sudden this well, ground crew is horrible. I don't understand. Uh, obviously, it's, it's, it's not a decision coming from the ground crew. It's coming from up top somewhere for whatever reason they were letting it. But I mean, it was mud and dirt in September. They just kept painting it. Made no sense. When we were there for that last game, it looked horrible. I mean, for the Dallas game, sorry. Yeah, it did look horrible. So anyway, um, yeah, so D'Angelo Hall, if we're talking about free agency, we might have to cut Hall. We might have to cut Moss. we got a whole bunch of guys we have not signed that we cannot sign because we're over the cap. Fred Davis. Davis, Schnell, Columbus, who is still, I think, being looked at as, as underrated. Um, at right tackle, one man gang, Logan Paulson, Darrell Young, our only fullback, Rob Jackson. Hmm. We got a lot of people we got to sign. So, and we're already four million over without any of those. Yeah, and free agency starts, I believe, next week. So, hopefully, this is a uh, we're going to find some answers out about this very soon. I don't see any way around it. Either slapping them around and saying, "Yeah, you need to give us our money back." So we're four million over without any of those guys signed. Yeah, four or five million. It's not in. so. It's not as if if we sign those guys, we'll be four million over. It's no, four million. We over are now. right now. Even after we cut DJ Josh's favorite Johnson a few weeks ago, we're screwed. Yeah, we're we screwed. got that money back. We got that money, and I think Dan Snyder used it to go out to lunch the other day at Ben's Chili Bowl. Chili Bowl. We don't even have that money. We're screwed, dude. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see if we can get this money back that we deserve since we did not collude. I want my money back. I want my money back. From Albert Hainsworth. That's pretty messed up that they would cripple one of their, their franchises that way. Who? The NFL. The NFL or the league? Or are the uh, players here? The league. The NFL. I mean, by them doing this, it, like it'll cripple a franchise. It's not, and they said that it was because we had what competitive advantage. We were like three and thirteen. <laughs> what were we two years ago when they said we did this? Two thousand. I believe we were three and thirteen that season. So, can they argue that? Can they argue well, that no, we did not have a competitive that. advantage? Look at our record. We were three and thirteen. There's the proof that we didn't have it. Perhaps that's going to be some stuff that they say in the legal arguments. Maybe. We shall see. Redskins have declined to comment. This has all been uh, sources. The, le- the Redskins have declined to comment because they've got something up their sleeve. The Redskins quote, quoting from the Post, the Redskins quote, have compelling arguments that they could make in an attempt to convince a judge that they would suffer, suffer irreparable harm if they are not granted an injunction. That is, that is, that is the quote from the Post. So we'll see. We shall see. Yeah, hopefully we'll get something back. NBC Sports called it the nuclear option. The Redskins are considering the nuclear option of stopping free agency. They should. I think it's a great idea. I hope we do. It's the only thing that's going to work, probably. 
I mean, other people don't care. Like, the other 31 teams don't care if we get screwed They don't over. care, especially they don't care because, well, especially Giants don't care. But most of the other teams got, like, three or four million in salary cap space given to them that they took away from us. Except for the Raiders and, what, the Bucks? Raiders and the Saints. Saints. Got nothing. The Cowboys lost 10 million and we lost 36. So, million. yeah, I mean, the only way anyone's going to listen to us, you know, whine about it, is if it affects them, and the only way to do that. Well, if there's one owner out there, you know, there's a few of them, but if there's one owner out there that can get lawyers that are as good and as as, as cutthroat as the NFL, which is run by a lawyer, then it's going to be Dan Snyder. Oh, yeah. And his deep, deep chili bowl pockets. Johnny Rockets. Johnny Rockets pockets. He could sell his Johnny Rockets franchises and get some money to get some lawyers. He's Johnny Cochran. Uh, anyway, um, enough about that legal stuff. Legally. John, did you see any uh, dudes in the combine that, that tickled your fancy? <laughs> uh, wearing their yellow I, I, I was going back and playing it in slow motion, especially the uh, the BFFs running in <laughs> running slow motion. 40? Chariots of fire. No, that wasn't slow motion, dude. That was the oh, BFFs running the 40. <laughs> Dude, it doesn't matter how fast or how slow most of these guys run. There's already enough game tape on just about all of them to see, can they run fast on the field? Can they catch a dude? Can they run away from a dude? The only person that I, I, I can think of that would have any bearing on, on a Redskins decision would be Aaron's favorite player, the Honey Badger. Honey Badger. <laughs> how did he, how did he have, do? He ran fast, but you know, we already know he's fast. What he didn't do over the last year while he wasn't playing because of all those drug suspensions <laughs> is work out. The guy only lifted to his, the, the, the bench press at the combine. Everyone lifts 225 pounds, and it's however many reps you can do. He, he did zero. four reps. Four? That's it? Dude, I might be able to do four. been working out over the last year. I mean, he's fast because he's fast. You don't like get fast. You don't get significantly faster. He's, you're already fast. If you're a fast person, you're fast. Right. Even you if get, you're lazy you can get for faster, a year, dude. You, can you can get faster, but not like super faster. You're not going to go from like a five to a four three. Mm. All right, so guy, he only did four reps. What were the other four, people in his size? His, his dude, a kicker from Arizona State did like thirteen. What did the other cornerbacks <laughs> do? I don't know, but the guy's five foot eight, and he only did four reps. Do you think he can cover anybody in the NFL? The guy's going to get knocked around like a little twig. Who, Honey Badger? Honey Badger. Brent Musburger what's, loves him. What's his real name? Honey Trump, Badger. Matthew. 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 Honey Badger. I don't Dude. know, but I hope we don't end up with him like the BR it report. It doesn't matter with our second round picks. We're not spending I, a second on him. No. I'm Somebody not saying, will. I'm not saying that, dude. I'm we saying. Titeo. Because if need, you draft him, you dude, get two people at once. I'm not one getting him. You gotta be, you gotta be kidding dude, me! No, dude, I've always thought he was overrated. Anyway. I'll tell you who we're gonna end up with, and you mark my words, mark them. Every. As a corner, as a corner or a safety, we're Every. gonna either in, we're gonna end up with one of these three: Desmond Trufant, right? His brother Marcus is that dude that's been with the uh, yeah. Yeah. Seattle for like ten years or whatever it is. Desmond Buffon. Desmond Trufant. That's what I said. Out of Washington. He would go from one Washington to another. Um, that dude, uh, Xavier Rhodes, did you guys see that guy? No. Nope. Out of Florida State? I was not watching the men in the underwear. I think he's I think he's going to be a convert from uh, – he's a corner right now, but he's really big. I bet he could go to safety. Where are you reading this? I'm just saying. I'm not reading it. Oh, you're doing your own analysis. This okay. is my analysis. What about Ed Reed? And last but not least, I got to say, we might take a look at the local boy who had a rough year at NC State. But David Amerson, he's 6'1", 205 pounds. Didn't have a great year at NC State, but he started off the year really good. Um, I could see him, like, being something if given a shot. I think we could get him as a a lower-round pick. What about... Higher round pick. If you want to see who we're going to end up with, though, you need to look and see whoever was the cornerback on the roster at Maryland. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, dude. Cousin Vinny is gone, remember? 
Remember? Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. Two ACC schools right here on the East Coast or that dude from Washington. I could see that possibly happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, What are those, like, projected second rounders? I don't know where they're projected. We're getting a cornerback or a safety in the second round. I'm saying it could be one of those guys. I'm saying it could be one of those guys in the second round. We're going to draft a quarterback, a punter. Or I bet we could pick up. (laughs) In the second round, a punter. I bet we could pick up that dude, uh, David Amerson, in the third or fourth round. I bet we could pick him up at number 22 in the fourth round. I wouldn't be surprised if we did something radical like traded uh, at the last minute Kirk Cousins for a couple of picks. You mean Kirk Uh, Cousins who's going to start the first game of the year? We need Kirk Cousins, dude. We're never going to trade him. We're never going to trade. We're always going to have to have a good backup. There's no way we're going to trade him. I know, but we're kind of in a bind. We're in a bind anyway. Now, here's what was going to happen. At the last minute, we're going to trade Kirk Cousins for a couple of higher picks. Yeah, right. And then John's dog, number eight, will be taking the reins for week one. Sexy Rexy. I like to call him Chins. Hmm. Chins. All right. Right. I don't know who else do we see. There's some linemen. We need some linemen. You guys see any linemen running around there, Undies? I didn't watch. I haven't it. watched the combine at all. I've been busy. I'm telling you, I haven't watched it at all. It's a bunch of guys running around in their underwear. Wow, he lifted to... a lot of weight. Wow, he ran fast. Wow, he ran slow. <laughs> I was trying oh, look, to keep jump out. high and hit a whole bunch of those uh, clothespins. <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to keep out an eye out for some cart. defensive backs because I feel like we have a strong need there. Oh, look, he dropped a but, bunch of passes. But I think there's also a lot of linemen. It seems like. It seems, anyway, this is going to be like the year of the lineman. We could use an offensive lineman, but I don't I mean, think nearly as bad as we need defensive line. I mean, sorry, def- defensive backs and corner and uh, safety. Yeah, I think corner and safety is our number one concern. I think our number one concern is getting some of the salary cap space back, coming back to that, where it doesn't matter who we draft because we can't sign any of them. Oh, yeah, and I listened to the podcast from last week, and I, we failed to mention when we were talking about this new defensive tackle that we picked up the nose tackle, um, uh, 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 brace, Ron brace. Oh yeah. We forgot to mention that we already have Chris Neal. I think we did. We talked about him. So we've got Chris Neal coming back. We got Chet Baker. We said we had Chris, we have Baker <laughs> and Neal. We had those two BFFs I mean, the two Chris together is like 700 pounds. <laughs> we have, uh, we've got like we four nose tackles Chris, now. You realize that? Yeah. Chris Neal and Bob Lacey. I, 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 I I'm not <laughs> thinking that, Brace is going to stick around. I think it was just kind of a, all right, we'll sign him. <laughs> I don't know, dude. They might shift Cofield back to end. Maybe Cofield will get cut because he's such a salary cap number and they'll just have to rely on these two like massive fatties. They might. I'm telling you, might something is to. going to happen. Somebody's getting cut. Someone's getting cut. Hmm. Hopefully it's freaking Goodell. In any event, Enough about that stuff. I mean, we're going to talk a lot more about that once we get close to the draft and we know like more about stuff. But, I mean, really. It's all BR right now. It's all BR. Hey, I'm not even taking a break on this. What else do we need to talk about before we wrap this thing out? Seriously? We got RG3's commercial. We got all sorts of stuff to talk about. Keep going. That's things, man. All right. I was going to do a whole breakdown on our draft picks. Okay, I'll talk about RG3's commercial. Did you guys see it? No. I saw it. Josh, I texted you about it when I heard about it, but I was at work and I haven't. Which one? Which commercial is it? It's Adidas commercial. It's where he's selling Subway. Like, there's things blowing up everywhere. It's like. like Oh, wait, I did see that. Like the beginning of the A team? Kind of. TV show. He's like, everything from last year, blow it up. It don't matter. Blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) And then they show him, like, working out, obviously, before he got injured. And then at the end, they, he says something like, all that matters now is what I do next. And then on the screen, it says, like in big white letters. No pressure, no diamond. <laughs> no, close though. <laughs> no, it says, all in for week one. <laughs> Are you in? <laughs> I'm all in. The last person to say they were all in was Donovan McNabb, and we saw how that turned out. <laughs> Are you in? I'm, I'm so in. Just a tip. <laughs>
Yeah, we have a little bit of news on uh, Fatty Hainsworth here as well. <laughs> from C- live from CC's Pizza. What's that news, dude? Well, we're going to get to it in the hogs lap. Oh. Yo. The hog bow. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's RG3's commercial. It was pretty cool. And Dr. James Andrews this week said that um, uh, 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 RG3 is a is way ahead of schedule. I think was his. his he said he's way ahead of schedule. Yeah, at this point. But they've also said Fred Davis is ahead of schedule. He is he is cleared to resume running. And I'd also want to point out about it's that RG3 unsigned. commercial. After the commercial, the next day, RG3 tweeted and said something to the effect of. My goal is week one, but I will not jeopardize my career. Something like that. So. So Fred Davis is ahead of schedule too, huh? That's what they say. Well, that's good. What What about our other injuries? What about Arakpo and his, like, torn shoulder again or whatever it was? I'm starting to worry about that injury. It's fragile. I don't know, man. Didn't he re-tear the same exact thing he hurt? The early the year before? No one knows. Don't know. Don't know. Blow it up. <laughs> blow it up. He blow done it up. blowed it up. That's what Do what light it. does. Blow Did it all that up. Commercial? What about what's his face? What about character? How's his injury doing? Crickets. Don't we don't know. Crickets. Let's look it up. Listen. Adam Character. Adam Character injury. Blow it up. Blow it up. He's done blowing it up, dude. He's done uh, blowed it all to you know where. Someone open a window. Everyone Adam keeps Carriker blowing it up. We need to open some windows. An American football defensive <laughs> and free agent. On Wikipedia. Free agent, dude. He's a free agent. Who like who likes wrestling? He's not a free agent. I know he's not. I'm just kidding. Uh All right, let's get while to people smoke, are so. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Do you think they'll cut Adam Carricker? No way. You think they'll cut RG3? All right, dudes. Another thing the Redskins have done is that they uh, Ike Hilliard left as the quarterback's coach. Ex-Giants, so bye-bye. Um, he went to Buffalo because Buffalo is so much better than Buffalo, BC. like a man on a buffalo. I thought he was a wide receiver coach. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said have you guys coach. seen that video of Guy on a Buffalo? Uh, What? Uh, we're totally going to put that on our website. But we got some new dude. We got some new dude, but he's not new. He's been with the team for a couple of years, but he got promoted to be the uh, receivers coach. He started. He worked his way up the ranks in the Redskins camp. And guess where he was before? I'll give you two guesses. Either Denver or Houston. Uh, Houston. So we have a problem. He was with Houston before. With Kyle. He worked with Kyle. With Kyle. <laughs> with Kyle. Dude, if we cut D'Angelo Hall, we can save $8 million. 8.1. We know, dude. D'Angelo Hall, in I'm my opinion... I'm just doing some quick math here. D'Angelo Hall, in my opinion... I think we could buy the team for like a million. <laughs> just, rem- just remember back to all those plays, like the one where he danced with the guy down the sideline and then like waited for the guy to get up and then tried to knock the ball out instead of just touching it. If we did cut Adam Carricker, it would save us $4 million. The only problem with us cutting D'Angelo Hall, dudes, is that we need cornerbacks. Play? We don't yeah, have right, any. Well, problem. Let me ask you guys this question, though. Santana Moss, he's worth $6.2 They're already saying he's re- willing to restructure. So is D. Hall. Yeah, so is D. Hall. All so right. we don't taking know. taking away $1 million for every bonehead play you made last year, D. Hall. Let's see. There's one right there. <laughs> There's one right there. So... So basically, they're telling all these players like D. Hall and Santana Moss's agents they need to hold off because they're trying to do something to get this money back, and it'll affect how much they can pay their clients. Right, because they're saying they can't really sign anybody. They're just telling everyone to hang tight. And we're getting to crunch time, so they need to make a decision on this quick. Mm-hmm. Hey, what? Hey, what, what? Fit for hey, a puke. I do have a feeling, though, if push comes to shove and they can't get any money back, Santana Moss may be cut. I think he will be. I think he and Hall are going to be cut. Mm-hmm. We still don't even know if London Fletcher's coming back. 
mean if he's not coming back? He hasn't said if he's coming back. He said he hasn't decided. Why would he not come back? Riddle me this. Is there a way that that London Fletcher could say that he retires and then after the salary cap thing passes, then say he changed his mind? Sure. How does that work? Well, if you retire, you can't come back and play for another team unless the original team you retired from says okay. But how does it work with the salary cap issue? Well, I don't know. They'd have to write a new, give him a new contract. Weird. But I don't. You know, that's a really good question. I wonder how much of that would still count towards this year's salary cap. It depends on how his uh, salary itself is structured, his particular uh, uh, contract. I think as long as Rondé Barber comes back, London Fletcher will be coming back. I think so, too. Well, the thing is, he says he has to make sure he can still play at a high level. Right. Dude, he was in the Pro Bowl. He Four was. years running as alternate in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Should have been Man, in. Man, think about it. He nursed that ankle, like, all season, it seemed like, last year. He's nursing more and more injuries every year. So, I mean, that's got to be weighing on his mind. He's not a spring chicken, man. You know? Not he, a spring chicken. He's, like, older than us, I think. Not Josh. <laughs> he's not older than me, dudes. Not dudes. Josh. Hey, dudes. This is a big year for me, man. Josh is I an old big, man. I hit a big round number this year. What is it? Starts with a four. 400 pounds? Dang. <laughs> Dang, dude. You need to go CFF. on a diet. <laughs> I'm talking about age, man. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> going to say, dude. 400 C, man. I'd have a bit. I'd what have a ways to go. That would be a big round number. <laughs> yes. Oh man, if you're pushing four bills, you need to go up to Ashburn. Ashburn. No, dudes. Be like, I'll play for the league minimum. You can cut those dudes all you want. I, I basically I'll get have, in there and co-field somebody's ass. I have five weeks left of my thirties. You're gonna be forty, dude. You're old. Before I was old, I thought both of you guys are old as far as I'm concerned. I'm older than you, London Fletcher. I might be older than London Fletcher. I think I'm like, I think I'm like three or four months older than him. You guys I'm are like both. almost as old as Daryl Green was when he retired. You guys are both really old. Shut up, <laughs> dude. Seriously, not old. You're 37. I'm always 25. Oh, man, that's even older. <laughs> I'm no longer 37. I'm 38. I'm not old, Dennis. You're even older than the dude on Monty Python, Holy Grail, that says he's not old. Dennis. And he was old. <laughs> not according to him. And a woman. Uh, are we not doing our station <laughs> oh, break identification here? Oh, we need to throw. you need to throw the station break in. We'll just come right back. Do I have to do that three-minute commercial, too? Ah, don't do it this week. All right. Dude, what about it, man? You haven't done it in a while, right? We, we got... did it last week, if you would have listened. Our benevolent Jay? sponsor, man, is worth it. Do it for him. Sick. Eh, that's true. All right. Well, I'm gonna, you go. You're going to come back after this short, uh, well, short not break. so short break. What? Hold on, dudes. Short break. Oh, here it is. Hold on. I had to find the music. Bye, Aaron. talk to you. <laughs> You're listening to to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. This is Kenny Can from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets, and it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night, because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero, because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee, 
2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond CZ2 on Twitter because Desmond CZ1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. Our basic freedoms. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Yo. We should have started later on. I'll let get my favorite part. Uh. <laughs> uh. 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 Anyway, we're back from break. All right, what do we have? All right, Josh was going to do a big, uh, a big expose here on the Redskins draft picks. An expose. And then we're going to round this thing out. Quickly, quickly. All right, right, here we go. Here we go. I'm just going to do the quick rundown. This is about, this is what's going on with the uh, Redskins draft picks this year. We have a uh, number two, around, around two draft pick at number 21, which is 51st overall, round three. First pick. That's our first pick. Round three is a number 32 pick, which is 85th overall. Then we go into round four, number 22 in round four, round five, number 21, round five, number 29. We get that from New England. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Round six, number 23, and round seven, number 22. So here's the deal. Redskins uh, basically traded their first round pick in 2012, which was sixth overall, and their second round pick in 2012, and their first round pick in 2013. Um, so the oh wait, and their and their first round pick in 2014. I'm sorry for the Rams' first round pick in 2012, which of course we all know was our second overall pick, Robert Griffin III. We did all of that to get RG3. Um, <clears throat> we're still still feeling the hurt from Albert Hainsworth. Um, we traded Albert Hainsworth to the Patriots for a fifth round pick. That's right. Dude, let me ask you this. Is we our pick round pick for that fat? Is our so, pick for this year the twenty second in each round or the twenty first? Twenty first and twenty second and twenty third. We kind of mix it up a bit. I thought you got a pick based on where you finished. Isn't it the same uh, every round? I think no? it's so convoluted now messed up. So hold on. So there's more here. But that if fifth we're round tied up like it was last year, um they'll flip flop it between like last year it was between the fourth and fifth pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what we are doing? I guess so. At least with some of them, like the fourth round and fifth round, and either way, it's round. a late pick each round. Late late seven. Pick yeah, because we did so well because we won the division. I know, man. That's the bad yeah, thing. Ha ha, Rams. Ha ha. Uh, so, so uh, they got a worse pick for for RG three, right? So they got our twenty. They only got the twenty first pick for round one yeah. for RG three, thinking they were going to get you know a fat top ten. They thought we were going to be horrible, and then instead of getting in top ten for them, man, I hate the Rams. They got our sixth. They got our sixth last year, and so far they've got a twenty-first this year for them. And next year right. they're going to get the thirty-second. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> um, so it's starting to look like a better deal for us now, isn't it? That's, that's right. Yes, sir. So, so we talked about finally we get to use something from Albert Hainsworth, trading him for that fifth-round pick to New England. Um, we traded Donovan McNabb in 2012, or excuse me, we traded Donovan McNabb for a 2012 six-round pick and a conditional six pick, six, sixth-round pick in 2013. And so that, our six-round pick, number 23 in the sixth round, is thank you, Donovan McNabb. What happened to our six-round pick for this year? What's that? But what? here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't get. We don't actually get that pick for Donovan McNabb because... McNabb did not meet the minimum playing time requirement in Minnesota. So that means that the Vikings do not have to send us their six-round pick. <laughs> so our six-round pick this that year guy. is really our six-round pick for this year. Correct. That's Correct. 
I hate Donald. So we would have one more six-round pick. We didn't get Jack for him? Because McNabb didn't play, we don't get that pick from Minnesota. What a joke. <laughs> um, so here's another thing. The Redskins traded Kevin Barnes for a conditional pick. Those conditions him. were not met. So the Lions supposedly do not have to forfeit that conditional pick. Great. Kevin Barnes. Yes. <clears throat> Weren't we going to um, cut him anyway? <clears throat> Yep. It has been, it has been also stated, as I'm reading around some of the online forums and early things for for draft for NBA, the draft NBR. that the Redskins will not receive any compensatory picks. Of course, we're not. They hate us. The league hates us. They're biased yep. against us. They hate Dan Snyder. Although, I guess that's kind of understandable. Yeah. You reap what you sow. I don't hate by, him as much as I way. used to now that he's butted out a lot. The last yeah, of he's, he's staying out of the way, but, you know, his legacy still stands. By the way, guys, it could be worse for, for our second-round pick, 51st overall. I think technically we were slotted for, like, a 54th. I was reading some things that Rich Tandler put online. Um, we were slotted for, like, a 54th pick. But because the Browns and the Saints don't have second-round picks, we basically moved up a couple slots. Why don't they have second-round picks? Um, I'm not sure about that. Did they lose? Did the Saints lose a pick in the whole? Okay, wait. It says Bountygate Saints thing? are supposed to lose their second-round pick as part of their penalties for the bounty scandal. Interesting. So they basically that pick is just vacated, and we slide up. So the I second guess. round's only going to have 30 picks instead of 32? Is that what you're telling However, me? However, it says that the penalty could be reduced to a lower pick or picks, plural. Which means we'd go back down? <laughs> I don't understand. Good Lord. I don't want to know. I don't care. It's probably anyway. going to change before we get to it anyway. All that matters is this year, Super Bowl. <laughs> Championship. Championship. We're going to be heading to, wait, where's the Super Bowl this year? Because that's where we're headed. Where is I don't know. Oh, it's in New York. It's in the ghetto lands. It's uh, in New Jersey. Oh, we'll be there. Our old stomping ground. There you go. Waving it in Mara's face in his own stadium. Cool. Yeah. At least it's going to be a cold Super Bowl instead of like one of these fake ones. Yeah, we think it's, I think it's the only time the league is ever going to do it. Yeah, really, man. I mean, honestly, it. you guys, we've lived there. You know how cold and nasty it can get in freaking February. <laughs> That's it's why like, you know Dan Snyder's not going to ever get a Super Bowl. Things start like, to go inside the house that shit in February yeah. in New York when you're outside. <laughs> it's like, do you really, really want to uh, go to New York in February if you don't have to? If the Redskins are playing in the Super Bowl, I do. Yep, I do too. And we might be able to get really good tickets because all the the jerks out there and all the corporate douches aren't going (laughs) to want to go to the game, so they're not going to get their tickets. All I'm saying is I would have rather gone this year in New Orleans. They can only fit so many people people in luxury booths, so those tickets might be open for the real fans. This is true. (laughs) They'll have to convert their luxury booths. Anyway, uh, okay. Do we have anything else before we round this thing out? Uh, I don't think no, so. We got some hog slop. John, we do you got some hog that. slop. We got some hog slop. All right, handle it, John. Go. All right. First, Fat Albert completed his community service for sliding his credit card between the breasts of a waitress. Welcome to Welcome CC's. AJ Smith, the former Chargers GM who was there with Norvell Turner, is joining the Redskins in an advisory role. Why? He sucked. <laughs> I don't understand them bringing What's he advising on? How not to suck? Oh, but I, I don't know. He's terrible. They're He's listening the to what? The league. They're listening another, to whatever he says and then doing the opposite. And then doing the opposite. All right, go ahead. <laughs> wait, wait. I just want to know if that's going to be another, like, one of those positions. What was that position of player, blah, blah, blah? Remember we made John. Vice President player personnel version. That was vacated that's last week. At. Oh no, that was that was the yeah that was yeah the one that uh Philip Daniels used to be. I'm I'm applying for that. John, then, it could be you. And then it was could Ken be Harvey me. before that, wasn't it? Responsibility. Yeah. I think you had to be a player first, and then not do a good job apparently. 
All right, another oh, more hog slap. Mixed marriage bets name of newborn son on Redskins Cowboys game outcome. And by mixed marriage, of course, I mean a Redskins and a Cowboys fan married. And they bet the name of the kid on the outcome of the first Redskins game this year. And of course, the Redskins won. So the kid's name is going to be Robert Robert Griffin Vega. That's awesome about the kid, man. But some things just aren't natural. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know how that marriage is going to turn out. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it going very good for anyone in that family. Um, except for maybe the kid and the husband once they get divorced. The husband. Um, and yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're on the Redskins mailing list, number one, you probably got offered season tickets again this week. And number two, you probably also got an email for $10 off Kenny Chesney ticket. <laughs> Where are your wife, Peters? Because he does in the picture. Dude. It's what is it with hand. Kenny Chesney every year and the Redskins? <laughs> and they start advertising for it as soon as the last one is over. As soon as the last one's over, they're just like, he's coming back next year. Dan Snyder must love Kenny. He must. There's something really strange about that. Anyway, BR of the week. This is one of the best ones in a while. BR of the week. Why the Washington Redskins may be better off without Lendon Fletcher. Seriously. How seriously you think? All right, like to give out a shout out to our benevolent sponsor Desmond C. Lee, um, everyone that follows us on Twitter, um, everyone who wrote in this week, no one, and um, <laughs> the off season, everyone's taking off. We'll but touch. Hey, follow Desmond C. Lee on Twitter. Yeah, send us some too. Send us some email Redskinsfan at HarryHogFootball.com or call the hog line at seven seven Harry Hog. Uh, you can leave a message like Kenny Ken did. You can be like, "Yo, I'm Desmond C. Lee too from California." Or call or it, call it, and sing your favorite Kenny Chesney song. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins! And if you see a Cowboys fan, Joker, Joker.